Richter Mayhem. Richter Mayhem. Twenty-six days. Twenty-six days till the election. Midterm mayhem. I know. 405 every day. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. That's a volume, Pablo. Yeah. Yeah. Church music for y'all. You know what I'm really looking forward to? The lawsuits. I'm not. Because I right. get very excited knowing this thing is 26 days away from it being kind of done. Yeah. And then another several months until we know the actual outcome. And then several years of saying 2022 is rigged yes. if it goes one specific way. Well, no, it could go the other way. It could. Get, uh, but I, do you think Katie Hobbs is going to sue? I don't know. I heard four years of people screaming and yelling about how the the 2016 election was stolen. Okay, but did anybody sue? Some places. Like the Russia thing was a joke. I thought it was disgraceful. They went after Trump. I didn't buy the Russia stuff. But, you know, again. I mean, what's her name still on TV every day? Old uh, Abrams. She sued. She sued all the time. Just just get out of a Supreme Court thing where she lost. So, yeah, I mean, could it happen? Look, I don't think that's going to happen this time. You think if Carrie Lake loses, she's not going to sue? Are if, you she, if she got boat raced, if she lost by like 15 points, I don't think she would. If it's a if it's super close and it triggers a, uh, you know, what's it called? A recount. Uh, uh, a what? A recount? Yeah, a recount. I thought you said freak out, which might happen too. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Uh, all right. So the fiasco. Plus they're offering big cash, right, to go find uh, some people who I might know. cheat. The fiasco yesterday. There was supposed to be a debate, uh, but weeks, you know, before... Katie Hobbs said, I don't think so. I'm not going to debate her. I'm not going to sit there with an election denier. Uh, That's what she said. I don't think anyone's really buying that that's the reason. Um, And then, of course, Carrie Lake was supposed to go on TV for 30 minutes, and then that got canceled, so they're both going on next week. What a fiasco. I think the thing that, that kind of angers me is that all the discussion about this race is about a debate that's not happening. It's all I'm ever hearing. So anybody ever wants to talk about it. let's talk about the debate. There is no debate. Let's talk about the debate that's not happening. Let's talk Why about do you the thing that didn't that? happen. Yeah, I don't get it. Can we can we move on? Yeah. Is there? I, some, don't we have a water problem out here? We should be hearing for both of these candidates on. Okay, we don't move on because outrage is an industry, and that's what gets people to show up. There's a reason that they say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Who's outraged that they're not debating? Carrie Lake. No, but see here, but. Outrage in the sense of you throw a loud fit, mm-hmm. your base gets riled up. Rah! The other base gets riled up too. Wah, rah, rabble, rabble, rabble. It's not doing anything for some of us in the middle. The normal people the who are getting on people. with their life who yeah. are like, hey, I just like to hear you guys not yell at each other and have a conversation. Well, they're not, never But there's do no that. money in that. There's nobody. If you go to dinner tonight, what you've been known to do, go out. If two people sit next to you and have a nice, quiet conversation, <laughs> you pay attention? Not really. Well, if they scream and yell and they throw food at each other, everybody's I, looking. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to look at it. But you do. But I don't want to hear it. But you will. That's because I'm forced to hear it. Yeah. There so you maybe, go. maybe you know, this debate that didn't, didn't happen is a good thing. I, so, I don't know. Let me ask you a question. We're talking more about something that didn't, didn't happen. happen. That's my point. Let's continue to talk about it, though, on Midterm Mayhem. Mayhem. Is it better politically for Carrie Lake that A... She actually debates Hobbs before the election, or B, 
she just continues to rail on Hobbs for not debating. I think right now, railing on Hobbs for for not wanting to, you know, essentially get in the ring is helping her more, especially with kind of the way things went down yesterday. Mm. Uh, I just don't think. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just uh, that that's me. I mean, I think if there, you know, if this would have been two weeks ago, I'd have said absolutely. You know, the debate would help her more than anything. But I think after yesterday, I think it looks it makes Hobbs look a little weak. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make her look good. There's no question about it. But I, I don't think that this changes the race. Just because someone doesn't debate, I think it changes the race for people out there who are unsure and thinking to themselves, who aren't paying all kinds of attention to this, uh-huh. going, that lady won't even sit down and debate? Okay. I think that, and those are the people that you kind of have to win over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ill-informed, non-informed, don't really care in voters, but yeah, they but do want to vote. People don't debate all the time. Doug Ducey didn't debate in 2018. But he, he, didn't, sat at he debated in the general. He didn't debate against, was it Ben Kennan? He or still Ken didn't, we we still didn't debate. Ben? He still did not debate. Well, she hasn't debated. When's the last time you... I'm she, not saying that she's right. Yeah. I'm just saying that this also happens with other politicians like, but oh, I don't thing. know, Doug Ducey. He's debated in the past. He sat down and debated, and he got the job. Okay, but did he debate in 2018 at the primary? No, no. he sat at, He sat at home. He bailed on it. So it's like, it's, it's like oh, well, Katie Hobbs does yeah, it. She's the only what? one to ever do it. Look, I didn't care that she didn't debate. Mario Lopez? No, I didn't care either. I thought it was weak. No, it's Mark Lo- Mario Lopez is oh, uh, Slater. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're talking Saved by the Bell? Yeah, she wouldn't debate him either. Wait, is but- it Mario Lopez Screech? Slater. A.C. Slater. A.C. Slater. I thought Lopez was Screech. By the way, you guys want to feel old? He turned 49 yesterday. Screech? Uh, no, Screech, no is Screech is dead. Is Screech dead? Yeah, he got yeah. stabbed. And then no, he did not. Yeah, he got stabbed. Things went sideways. He doesn't have cancer. Where have I been? Why are you doing? Screech is dead. Yeah, he's, he was a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. A bad, Screech yes, is a, he's absolutely dead. Yeah. yeah. Screech wrote books about basically slamming all of his co-stars. Yeah, he had, he had a lot of problems. Did he do an adult okay. film, too? It did not go well. All right, that's enough. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, but, but. Again, her not, you know, debating A.C. Slater or Marco Lopez. (laughs) So that's that's debating your own side. I really don't care about at this point. I I care about. You know, a debate is a debate. Yeah, but it's two you're people on the same opponents. side. It's like it's like when so you're practicing what? and you're playing soccer against your own team. You don't really get a win. No, please. Uh, uh, you know, we. We spent six or seven minutes talking about the debate that never happened. Now we talked more about Mario Lopez. Let's talk more about him. Can you believe that guy's career is still going? Yeah. He looks good. What do you think he is, 50? He's 40? I just said he's 49. Well, listen to everything you say. You're screaming at me. What am I supposed to hear? 49. He's 49? Do you guys feel old now? You feel old now what that A.C. Slater has grandchildren? He looks good, though. He does right. look good. All right. This went off the rails. Uh, midterm mayhem. Uh, I bet everybody's going, you know what? I like that show. <laughs> uh, we bring in the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Uh, there still will not be a debate. Uh, we have 20,000 newly registered voters last month. Half are independents. Uh, and we'll see where the independents go. Because if you know where the independents are going, which you really don't, that's the race. Over and done. If they go one way, it's done. So we'll see. Who knows? Well, maybe they'll split 50-50. 50, I have no yeah. idea. I have no idea. 50-50 would be. I'm telling you, if it's so <laughs> close, the lawsuits are going to be spectacular. No, and have, what are they offering? 50 grand if you catch somebody cheating in action? Yeah. I'm only doing this for 26 more days, and then I'm done. I'm <laughs> just saying it. Midterm mayhem. All right, coming up now. <laughs> and it's all saved by the bell talk all the time. <laughs> Coming up now, five spot. We need five of you to call. Uh, If 
if you've ever had a run-in with an aggressive panhandler. Oh. So remember yesterday, Glendale banned panhandling? Yeah. Give me give me 15 seconds, Chad, of an aggressive panhandler. Somebody who is trying to get into your car. They're knocking on the window. They're not taking no for an answer when you walk by them. They're following you, asking gotcha. you why. That's an aggressive. All right. The, the passive aggressive is like, you do what you want with your money. I don't right. know. I'm not if, really that hungry. Anyways. If you've had a run-in with an aggressive panhandler. Call us at 277-KTAR, 602-277-5827. Five Spot is coming up. All right, five spot every day at 415. We put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. Glendale has banned panhandlers because they're too aggressive. So we've asked you to call 277-KTAR. Tell us your story. You had a run-in with an aggressive panhandler. An aggressive one. Okay, here we go. go. Uh, Gentry and Buckeye, how aggressive were those panhandlers? It was bad. So it was in 2009. Remember in 2009 when Obama went to Egypt for their civil war? And I was in the Marine Corps, and we had to go provide security support. And um, so we would get, like, you know, breaks. And so we went to go visit, like, the pyramids and the Sphinx and all that. And, by the way, they're trashed. So there's all these panhandlers that are out there, and then what they would do is they would hustle you. Like, as in, like, say, hey, you're, you know, you're with your buddy. And they're like, hey, take it. Like, oh, I'll take your picture. And they're like, okay, cool, thanks. And then they take your, they'll take your picture, but before they give you your camera back, they're like, gift, gift. I'm like, what? You just took my picture. Huh. Thanks. No. Or uh, my buddy was on a camel, so the guy was like, oh, you want a camel ride? He's like, sure, why not? So he gets on the camel, and then before he would let him off, he had to pay him a hundred dollars. <laughs> and they would, I was like, and then he wouldn't pay, so he took the camel off running, and he was like freaking out on top of this camel, and he wouldn't let him off the camel until. He paid $100 for it. Wow. That's crazy. So if you're in Egypt, make sure you don't see any panhandlers. That's right. Be careful for those little, uh, those people are looking to uh, to, to, uh, take advantage, if you will, of uh, people. Uh, Jeff in Scottsdale, tell us about your panhandling experience. Yeah, what's up, guys? I I was on Thunderbird going towards the I-17, and right there at the I-17 at Thunderbird, there was a panhandler with a bucket and a squeegee. You know, oh. the kind of squeegee that you that you have at the uh, gas station to clean your windshield. <laughs> so he comes up to my car with my family inside, and he starts scrubbing this dirty water on my windshield. Mm. And I usually have a few bucks for these guys, you know, because I feel for them, and I, you know, give them a couple bucks. I didn't have any cash. So I told him, like, I don't have any cash. I'm sorry. And he walks away and leaves my windshield dirty. I had to use my wipers to clean my windshield. So that was probably the most aggressive uh, panhandler story I had. Yeah, yeah. When they come and try and uh, wash your windshield, it's like you just made it more filthy. Have you had the panhandler that that will say, uh, you'll say, I'd have cash? And they go, I could take credit card. No. Yeah. You can Venmo me. Oh gosh, you know you've seen yeah, that. There's a there's a guy over by us on uh in our wall or Walmart area, and he's like, yeah, you can Venmo me. Oh my gosh, we're talking uh, to you, Five Spot Glendale bans panhandlers. Have you had an ab- aggressive panhandler? Car number three. Uh, Dan in Scottsdale, you're live on the radio. Well, tell us about your uh, in- uh, aggressive uh, panhandler days. Well, I've had a couple of incidents. I used to travel a lot for work. 
and I was with a uh, reseller in California, and we went to made the trek to Hollywood, and we were meeting with like Pixar and and uh, Circus Records and Tapes and their technology departments, and uh, so we took a break for lunch and went to the uh, Hollywood Sports Club. Uh, it was a pretty popular place there. We come out, and we're standing on the sidewalk talking, and this guy comes out of nowhere and he's got a blade i mean a knife that you could skin a deer with and he's standing there twiddling in his, in his fingers saying hey can you spare a couple of bucks oh. and i just looked at him and i says uh you know i'd have given you some money but the fact that you're holding a knife and asking me for money i said i'm not giving you anything and he disappeared about as quick as he uh showed up see so I, that was kind of a hairy see i would yeah. think that you'd give him money because he had a knife yeah. Here's three dollars. Please leave. Yeah. Places <laughs> in Hollywood, and like you know, everybody wants. Like when they get to California, they let's go to Hollywood, and man, their panhandlers are nuts. And watch out for the characters. You know that in New York. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, Sandra and Phoenix, tell us about the panhandling that went sideways. Hey guys. Um, so I was stopped at a light, and a gentleman started approaching my car, and it made me nervous. So I locked my door, uh-huh. and he could hear the door lock, and. When he when he heard the door lock, he came right up to my window and started screaming at me, Oh, lock your door! What are you, scared? And I was just trying to not look at him, and so he spit all over my window. Oh, he spit on your window? Yeah, but I was stuck. I couldn't go anywhere. I, you know, I was stuck at the light. That's disgusting. Oh, my goodness. There you go. That's disgusting. Did you honk him at least? I mean, that's a, you know. I, it's just, it's a, why would you? Why Spitting you is just so disrespectful. You know, the thing is, though, like, like, don't you feel bad if you do lock your door? You're like, I want to hope this doesn't make no. sense. Okay. All right. Especially if you're a woman, right? Like, do you feel bad if maybe you think this person's approaching you who might not be in their right Especially mind? Especially if you're Gato, so I'm, I'm locking the well, door. I know. You know. All right, five spot. Uh, you're running with an aggressive panhandler. Glendale has banned panhandlers. Coming up next. Coming up. Did Joe Biden just make a good move at the southern border? What? what? All right, that's next. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. There we go. It's a lot better. Well, I was rocking out, man. I like this song. Uh, you, We've got a podcast. It's pretty much the best thing you'll ever hear. Uh, and I'm serious. You guys can think you can hear other things. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. A little different than the show, except for it's not. The Gators and Chat Show podcast. If you miss any of the show, grab it, iPhone, Android. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Carol Williams, Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Well, he's got a plan. I like plans. This is the first plan that President Biden has had for the border. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. You're thinking, it's got to be hot garbage. Okay. Because that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, that's when I heard about this plan, I'm like, wait a minute. He's never had a plan okay. for the border. His plan is open borders. You and I are not for open borders. We are not. Okay. Well, so, his plan is ignoring borders, which ends up being open borders. Okay. The plan from President Biden is intended to ease pressure at the U.S.-Mexico border. Okay. So let's think of it closer to here. It's the Arizona-Mexico border. Here's how he plans to do this. And let's give it a fair shot. Okay. If it's good, it will say it's good. Sell me on it, Mr. Mr. Gatos. I don't know if I can sell you on anything that Biden does. But this is what he's announced. There are new guidelines. If you're a migrant from Venezuela. Okay. Okay. So 
There are new guidelines for Venezuelan migrants under which uh, some will have a pathway to temporary residence in the United States. Okay. So they're going to get humanitarian parole. Yeah. While others who cross the border without authorization turned right back around and sent to Mexico. Okay. Okay. So there are 24,000 qualifying Venezuelan migrants. They've got to have some sort of ties to America. They've got to have a family member here. They've got to have a family member with, with some money to provide some financial support, like a plane ride, or we'll help you get a job. So what, so what Biden's doing is he's saying, we're going to allow 24000 to come here. Okay. But while we do that, if you come in the wrong way, we're turning you around. We're turning you right so if around. You, if you, so let's say you, you and come this is in, a deal with Mexico, by the way. Yeah, so they're going to send it back to Mexico because Venezuela right. will not take anybody coming back. Uh, they won't let the planes land there. So, so I'm just trying to figure out, is this a good deal for us in America and in Arizona? Well, it's an effort to do something. Again, it's only as good as you enforce the effort. Well, let's be real. Okay. So uh, secondly... We had 160,000, I think, last year Venezuelans come in here. So we're going to throw in 24,000. But we're looking for 24,000 of maybe a little bit more educated, a little more well-to-do, maybe some that can sustain themselves for a while. Well, and it feels a little bit like that. And somebody that we can do at least a background check on. Yeah. Yeah. And That's we the can, other thing. Are we picking and choosing 24,000 people? It sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like okay. it. Okay. Well, isn't well, that, is that the good thing, though? Isn't that better? That's way better. Than just, well, you know what? The Allowing next... people just to wander oh, over crazy. with no, with no. Right. we're going to turn you loose in our country right. with, you know, you said you're going to be at 1234 Main Street in the middle of America. And then they're not. Good luck to you. Yeah. <sighs> I, I think the question is this. All right. Does that ease pressure at the border? Uh-uh. Well, it's supposed to. I mean, if you twenty five thousand people over what it's not, it's not going to ease any pressure. Well, if twenty five thousand people come here, and then anybody who comes to the border who's Venezuelan, and you're not supposed to be here, we're not letting you in. That's less than we had what two we had two plus million. We'll get the final number soon. Uh, people that came here and went straight through the you know the process. And another 500,000 to a million, as they say, gotaways. It's been crazy. We're talking about maybe uh, two and a half to five percent, depending on what you're looking at for real. That's not going to ease. And what do they say once Title 42 goes fully away? Because this thing is also Title 42 based, meaning they're going to, Mexico's going to allow them to stay there. Based on Title 42, which is that COVID-era rule, it's kind of a weird thing that we do. I have no idea what they're doing anymore. No. I don't think anybody else does. No. So if they said, though, once that thing fully goes away, that they expect it to double. So so it's, it's a plan that we've worked out with Mexico. It's kind of similar to the one. Remember when Ukrainians mm-hmm. were fleeing the war and they were coming to our border? They were coming to the Mexico Arizona border. Because we let, in theory, 70,000, right? Well, we were letting them in. Yeah. Because, well, we don't even have to check. You can, your asylum case, uh, I pretty much buy it. I'm watching television. I'm watching the Russians bomb you guys. Pretty, pretty, all you have to do is say and prove I'm from Ukraine. And then you get in. What about, uh, so, remember it's similar. The, remember the great job we did with all our friends in Afghanistan that helped us uh, and we, we decided, hey, guys, we'll get you, we'll get, we'll get back to you soon. Have them. fun hiding from the Taliban. Yeah, we left them. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's a tougher one. There's no doubt. Yeah. So so we'll see how good this is. We'll see. I mean, is, you it, know. is it? Can we take something positive out of it? Because we really have to look hard when it comes to Biden and my orders and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because they're a disaster. And he's a liar. That thing yesterday, getting out the fact that they, the Heritage Foundation went after a Freedom of Information Act. They've got emails that showed that before they went on TV, they knew six hours or so before that that whole whipping incident was not real, and the DHS had cleared them and said, no, none of that was real. It was wrong. Uh, all the eyewitnesses said, even people that were there, uh, and they still went out there and perpetuated that that was our guys whipping people out there in the middle of the, you know, right there at the Rio Grande. Yeah, I saw it. So, I'm sorry. You know what? You you yeah, you perpetuated that. You got, well, for and you this, knew it was a lie. For this plan, you got to prove to me that it works. Yeah, that's but it. I think the only thing I can take out of it as a pro instead of a con, is that they've actually done something about immigration. Whether it's a good plan or not, it's really the first time they've announced something that has anything to do with immigration and border and all that kind of stuff. Pelosi even came out today and said, we got to start doing something. Oh, for crying out loud. People are upset about all this. Yeah, and and everybody should be. Absolutely. All right, coming up next. One neighbor may have crossed the line when dealing with a noisy school across the street. There's cursing. Ooh. We'll talk about it at the Gatos Chat Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chat Show. I like it like that. I said I like it like that. I, I heard that. So imagine this, Gatos, because we know what a, uh, a fan you are of loud noises. Uh, a school that you live next door, right? Okay. They decide, hey, we're going to expand the playground. And as they do that, then we're going to build a special little area here, right, in this park playground. It's like one of those things where the playground's kind of part of the park, I guess. And uh, we're going to put up these new uh, – little. there's a jungle gym here. But we're also going to put up a bunch of noise-making instruments for the kids to play on. Behind Prairie Elementary School in Orland Park sits this updated playground. When the new digs popped up, kids loved it. But the same could not be said for the family whose backyard is within feet of the playground. We can't do anything. Lauren and Ruben Rayo tell me the noise coming from the playground's musical instruments turned excessive. That's their house. Is, is that drums? That is drums. That's how loud this is. I'm not able to open her window. By the way, she gets very close to the microphone. Oh. It's because of the fact that the instruments are constantly being played. Here's a quick clip of the noise they recorded. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, no. That's not good. So they live near a school, and the school now built this building closer to their backyard. Like within... And you can hear, like, the band playing. Oh, it's not even, like, close. We're talking about 15 yards. So what do you do? Well, they they, they had an idea. I don't know if it was the best idea, (laughs) but they were trying. (laughs) So the family installed outdoor patio speakers and originally just blared loud music. What? So you're you're blaring loud music. Kids are playing, you're blaring some loud music. So now the kids are playing loud music, and you, the homeowner, are also blaring loud music. A little bit of loud music, playing a little bit of it, you know, the whole nine yards, trying to figure it out because the kids are there. Didn't work, so then you take it up a notch. After a year of complaining to District 135 School Board, the Ryo family recently upped the volume and lyrics and started playing explicit music um, like rapper Cardi B. Cardi All while B. kids played. Take a listen. 
obviously. You know what that stands for, right? So I'm not going to say those words. Ooh. To me, it's more like harassment. You know, they're harassing the children. Uh, to me, it's called borderline like sexual harassment to us mothers being there. Well, then you know what? Take your kids away. Don't make so, such a loud noise. Here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, not to be mean, just being honest here. Uh, that would drive anybody crazy if you had to live there like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like you bought a house or you moved into a place that you did, and they always showed you it when the train never came by. Yeah, or the airplanes never yeah. flew so over. So the neighbors were thrilled by it either, but there's still some of them besides them are starting to get a little bit upset. Police were called in, and they're like, look, it's free speech. There's nothing we could do about this. They didn't do anything wrong. The so, homeowners. Yeah, the homeowners. And they've gone on numerous occasions to the school board, to anybody else will listen, and nobody would do anything. I play the blaring, what they consider vulgar music in front of the children. <laughs> because we had to get the board's attention. Orland Park Police investigated... I love the dad, by the way, because he's yes, kind of a bad idea. ...complaints and convinced the school to temporarily remove the instruments. Yet the board is not ready to keep them away. And Ryo says if the instruments return, so will the music. <laughs> Just fix it. Take it away. Do you think, Ruben, that there was a mistake made playing such vulgar music in front of children? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know what? I was you can, completely out of line. But you know what? I had to do what I had to do to protect my family and my home because I can't move my home. He's my favorite. Was it bad? Okay, maybe it was bad. All right. Like, yes, yes. All right. You guys want to know it was a bad idea, okay? A little <laughs> whap was not good for the kids. Right? Vulgar music. Right? Little uh, Lada or Lada, whatever her name is. Yeah. By the good. way, I was watching a video of this. And when they blared the loud music... There were, like, what, three kids, like a kid on the jungle gym, and then one kid swing, swinging yeah. on the swing, and then you heard the, the music and all the curse words, and as soon as that happened, all three kids, their eyes lit up, and they're like, whoa, I'm not whoa. supposed to hear that bad word. Wow, dad listens to this in the car. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not but supposed to tell mom that I, he does. I just love it. Yeah, you tell his frustration was a bad. Yeah, okay, it was, all right? Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a bad idea. So what is the end of the story? Well, the, now the neighbors have gone and said, look, this is insane. So they okay. said, well, well, we'll pause the instruments for a while. Okay. And then they said, now nah, we're not ready to just say we'll never do it. So eventually they're going to go back again. And the next thing you know, there's going to be more Lizzo, more <laughs> anybody else that they can play. You know, you could you could soundproof walls these days. Not that. I mean, yeah. Uh, just... I, I have soundproof areas when I do my voiceovers and stuff. Uh -huh. You can soundproof it only to a certain extent unless you're willing to do drop down ceilings and put in you shouldn't have to do that in your house. I understand. It's, but it's not beautiful. No, no, I didn't mean the house. I'm at the school. You know, how are you going to do that? Well, if they, if they were in a room, you know, put them back in there in a room. But they're playing with the, the instruments outdoors. Well, I know. Are you going to move know, the jungle gym inside? No, just move the instruments inside. The instruments are part of the jungle gym. I understand that. You got to get rid of that. But they're not going to. No. It's awesome. So you're not getting this? Vulgar music. She's not getting this. They just didn't take the band stuff and leave it outside for the kids to play. Right, it was probably a bad idea. I'm sorry about that. All right, coming up next, <laughs> Hyden Hobbs speaks KTAR. We'll hear her coming up just a second.